Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. In this episode, we are going to talk about one of the most important things you need to master in order to be successful, not just in business, but in life. Your one precious life that's just made up of minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years, and that creates your life experience. What am I talking about? I am talking about time, time mastery how to accomplish more in the same 24-7 that we are all living. It was not always easy for me to figure out how to master my time, how to not feel overwhelmed or crazy busy or pulled between home and work, but I did figure it out over time in order to be successful as a mom working, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, and I promise you, you have enough time to do exactly what you want if you prioritize it. I have a whole chapter on productivity, one of the six Ps that is critical to creating the life you want for yourself in business, but I'm gonna give you some highlights from that chapter from my book, Find Your Extraordinary, and focus you in on just the most important parts. So I'm going to give you five steps to time mastery in this episode and you are not going to want to miss it. In fact, you're going to want to share it because no matter what you do, everybody wants to be more efficient and more effective in their time. Now, let's just get this out right here and now. People have looked at me in the past or other people in the past, and if they're looking at their Instagram file, they're like, oh my gosh, you're working, you're making your kids breakfast in bed, you're exercising. How do you have time to do it all? And let me just bust that myth wide open right now. I don't do it all. To be very clear, I don't think you can do it all. I think you have to do what matters most and forget the rest, okay? We balance is this illusion that you're like doing yoga every day and reading and working, but I think balance is really about choosing. Balance comes from identifying which balls are rubber and which balls are glass in the giant juggling game of priorities in your life, okay? We're all juggling, and you are gonna drop some balls. You are gonna drop them. But if you decide, hey, listen, these can bounce, can pick it back up later, that's okay, that's okay. This is glass, and it's too critical. I have to prioritize it first. That's how you feel a sense of peace, if not balance. All right, so let's just start from the beginning. Do you think it's possible to have a happy life where you are a decent friend, daughter, mother, partner, spouse, son, and incredible leader, and you are fit, and you have hobbies, and you are interesting, and you are a volunteer, You know, I think it is. It may not be possible to do all of those things at the same time, but many of them can coexist together when you prioritize, okay? So, and it really isn't just for people who have support in their lives, okay? Or or they figured this all out and they're just a naturally organized and efficient person. Like anything else, time mastery is a skill. And when you have a process, and you practice, you will get 
better at it. So I just want to start by having an honest talk about time. Okay, there are some time truths that we all need to be on the same page with, which is you manage yourself, not time. Okay, you are in charge of you. Last I checked, you decide what you do when you get up in the morning. Now, I know you're thinking, no, 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 I have to go to work. I have to drop off the kids. Okay, that's true on a maybe a day-to-day basis, but if you were to step back and take a longer time horizon in mind, like over the next year, how do I want to allocate my time? You really can make life choices that help you get your time in line with your goals and your core values. Okay, so let me just say, and this is a challenge, this is your first self-made take action challenge. We all have exactly 24 hours, seven days a week, okay? So when you say, oh, I'm just so crazy busy, do you say that? Are you crazy busy? Or do you ever say, oh my God, I'm just so overwhelmed. I have so much to do, right? A more honest statement would be, instead of saying, I am just so crazy busy, just say, I don't choose to do that. It's not my priority right now. If you want to create a life you love, start by eliminating the lie of, I am just too busy. Instead, admit to yourself, I don't choose that. Okay, so that is really a controversial thing, right? Because if you could just say, well, I didn't have time to exercise. Try, I chose to sleep from 6 to 7 a.m. because last night I watched TV too late and you know I chose the Kardashians over my wellness or I schooled my life away on Instagram versus going to bed earlier. So don't say, you know, I don't have time to have dinner with my family say something that's closer to the truth. Like I chose to answer more emails before, instead of leaving my office 30 minutes earlier. So if these are painful admissions, then change your choices. Okay. Not everybody gets this right, but don't keep lying to yourself about the scarcity of time. You don't have a monopoly on busy. I mean, we all feel really, really busy, right? Whenever I think to myself, wow, I can't do it all. I'm overwhelmed. I immediately get rid of the world overwhelmed. Like I just don't like that. I like to be in control of my own life. (laughs) It's my core tenet and belief. It is my survival instinct of believing like, if I don't like it, I can change it. So I don't say I'm overwhelmed. I simply say, oh, I have some choices to make. I have some things I need to prioritize. I'm going to have to schedule time to schedule my time. (laughs) So that is just the time truth I want you to know and admit going into this. And yeah, you know, imagine if this level of honesty seeped into casual relationships. Okay. How many times were you dating someone and they like, Oh, I meant to call you. I was just so busy. If they were being honest, they would say, "Mm, I didn't choose to call you. You did not make the top of my list. I did a whole bunch of other things, but I did not call you. Okay, you know that's true, and it would be honest. May not be the best policy to use that in in new relationships, but if you're talking to you, you really need to be honest with yourself. Okay, that is the first one. Second time truth. You must value your time to have it yield value. Okay, I think that's obvious, but it may be an aha And it is really interesting to me because you see people say that they're too busy to do things that they know they need to do when actually what they're doing is procrastinating high value activities that they don't want to do. And instead they're filling their time with a lot of things that actually the free market has decided is not very valuable. Okay. So if you are doing a task that the free market has determined is worth $12 an hour or a a 10 bucks delivery fee, okay, for getting groceries delivered. You are essentially paying yourself $10 an hour to do it. 
So if you want to earn more than that, then you must eliminate that activity from your life and do a different thing. When people say, you know, I can't afford to focus on my business because I can't afford to pay for childcare, or I can't afford to do that because I have to do the laundry, I have to clean the house. And I get it. I get those are very real things. And certainly while I was building, I would just you know, try to do both. I would try to balance them. But your goal should be to build yourself up so that you can actually buy back some of your time and invest in yourself by foregoing activities that just don't pay. Now, let me put this into a more simple example, which is if you choose anything you want to accomplish, okay, and you're going to spend five hours a week on it, maybe that's your health, maybe it's cooking more nutritiously, maybe it's learning a new skill, like learning to code or learning to uh, get better on social media, you have to ask yourself, okay, I only have five hours. This is all I'm dedicating to it. What is the highest value activity that is going to move the needle the most in my goal with my time? It may be the thing that scares me. It may be the thing I know nothing about, but am I doing that first with hours zero to one versus doing some other stuff and letting all five hours go by and be like, oops, ran out of time. I read a book about exercise, but I didn't go exercise. You know, so those are really the questions you have to ask yourself. I think that we have so much destruction so readily available to us, right? Like that freaking phone, love, hate that phone because you can always just have brain candy to just look at, right? Whether it's Buzzfeed or social media scrolling, you can distract yourself and just waste so much time. So you have to value it in order for it to use value, which means we're going to talk about some things where you have to say, would I pay someone else to do this? Like, is this an important task? Would I pay someone to surf Facebook? Would I pay someone to take this training webinar? Would I pay someone to reach out to 10 potential customers and get one? Mm, I bet if that last one, you're like, ding, 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 ding. That sounds like something I really think I would pay somebody to do. My gut already knows that that is what's super valuable. Yet I know that I just spent all my allocated work time doing the other things that were not important because you go to your least scary activity, your favorite activity, but you got to have a real talk with yourself about just make sure you don't run out of time before doing income producing activities or result producing activities. Once again, it is not called being busy. You can be super busy and super ineffective. And really, we need to change the word to procrastination. <laughs> and that isn't going to get you anywhere. Okay. So I actually have a freebie downloadable for you at jessicaheron.com that gives you a grid where you can put your activities into a category of really understanding the effort level and the impact level so that you can understand how to shift some of the things you're doing from a low value activity into a high value activity and figure out what things you eliminate or need to do less of or more of. Okay. So that's going to be a real good tool for you because do you ever feel just exhausted at the end of the day and then ask yourself like, what have I accomplished? What did I do? <laughs> that is because it is normal for us to fill our time with things that just don't matter. And we need to seek to shift it to get a bigger payoff. And honestly, you have to be consistent because consistency in time does matter. You can't expect to get results from something that you do once. You have to get results from things you do consistently. So when you think about time, 
Don't block it and say, oh, I'm going to do it one day. No, be realistic. You're going to do it for 90 days, 30 days if you really want to get results. Okay. So if you're happy with what you're getting out of life, you don't need to change a thing. But if you want more and maybe you deserve more, you need to think about getting more from your time. All right. Now let's have a little talk with yourself about time in order to figure out what bold questions to ask so that you can get the right answers for what your priorities are. Because honestly, we can't talk about mastering your time if we don't know what your goals and priorities are. Again, I have another episode on goals. Start with that if you haven't listened to it already, because if you don't have a destination, you may not know if you're effectively getting there. You have to ask yourself, what do I really want out of this one precious life? What am I giving up? because I'm spending my time doing something else. Because again, your days, they turn into weeks and months, then years, and ultimately, that's your life. Time is a scarce and limited resource, and you ain't getting it back. So you better go identify these goals, believe that you deserve them, and believe you can wisely and effectively work towards them. This is about living with intention, and it is just the key to being successful in an extraordinary life. So let's have a little talk with you about time and determine if you are using your time wisely. You need to ask a number of key questions. Okay. What is my goal? What will matter to me in the future? One year from now, three years from now, you pick the timeline, but you just need to ask yourself if I am raising a toast or a beer or a boba tea, whatever floats your boat, a year from now to celebrate. What is the big thing I'm celebrating in my personal life, in my professional life, in my physical life, in my spiritual life? And then am I spending my time this week or this month on the most impactful activities that will actually help me accomplish that goal? And by the way, it should be a short list of things that you're connecting with oh, I'm celebrating, here are the few things I did that mattered that moved the needle towards that goal. Because if you think it's a list of 100 things, it is not, right? That is probably being distracted with not understanding what really matters and what doesn't. So boil it down to the few things you did. Maybe if you want more revenue, you got discipline around sales prospecting and reach out and you dedicated more time to that. Maybe if it's health and fitness, you know that it is because you were able to Uh, bring down your blood pressure because you changed your diet, right? That's a big thing. Whatever it is, just simplify it. And then ask yourself, is your energy in the right place to be effective when you go and execute your goals? Because it may be that you're allocating time to this task, but if you're doing it at the wrong time for you, uh, maybe you're a lark, maybe you're an owl, maybe you've got to switch it up so that you're actually, you get it done during the space of those hours, or you look for a way to pump yourself up or stay motivated in order to be effective. So I actually ask these few key questions monthly. When I evaluate my schedule, and I do not expect perfection, even though I know this and I've been practicing this for quite some time, I am not gonna beat myself up for wasting time, okay? I don't wanna be living in a time prison. I just wanna raise my awareness and make any necessary adjustments so I can get back to feeling right in my life, right? So that is something you need to know. Everybody wastes time. Nobody thinks that they didn't have days where that was a total waste. So don't try to look for perfection. Just try to look for improvement. That is good enough. So it's not always easy and it does take saying no, right? Just like 
absolute no. And that is hard for people. Sometimes they let everybody else just take their time versus them being in charge of it. You can't have people sign up to fill your life. You can't have feel guilty. So I better volunteer for this. I better do this. I better keep doing this because of inertia or guilt or whatever. You need to actually eliminate activities that are in your life. And you know what? You may like some of those activities. Trade-offs are necessary. That is right. You may not be able to go on vacation if you want to get this business to work. You may not. And of course you like vacation. Of course we think self-care is important. But if your priority is, I want this goal bad enough to allocate my time towards it, then you need to make those adjustments and focus on that result. There's many times where I chose to work on my business instead of going off to spring break with my classmates, or I chose to stay in a night on the weekend and work instead of going out. And I'm really glad I did. Life is, it has this beautiful way for you to take other seasons of life to do other things, but I chose the things that were most important in that moment. And I could always work extra. I could always do that. But I knew that I would be a casualty along the road if I didn't take time to make a personal connection with my family and feel like I was right in my life with that glass ball for me, which is feeling good as a mom and enjoying them through each single stage of life. So it is challenging to say no to things that are valuable to you, but you need to say no. And you can do that better when you have been really thoughtful. We're going to get into that with one of these action steps. If you've really be thoughtful about your time, it's easy to just be transparent and say, hey, listen, that sounds amazing. And I really appreciate the invitation or wow, that's an exciting project, but I am prioritizing allocating my time to this right now. So I'm unable to say yes to that. People will not think you're terrible. They will respect you. And honestly, if you are really worried about just what other people think about how you spend your time, you're going to be living somebody else's life not yours. And yours is more fun. Yours is more awesome because yours is the one that is authentically connected to you. So we're going to focus on that. Don't worry. You can't please all the people all the time. And no is not a dirty word. It is a necessary word. If you want, you can say no thanks. It's okay. You could be polite, but you have got to be hyper vigilant about eliminating activities that you don't like or that are just not as important as what you are choosing, okay? So this is something where we're gonna go into five steps of time mastery. And I'm gonna give you a highlight. And again, if you want more depth, you can look at the productivity chapter in my book, Find Your Extraordinary, and you can get tools to download at jessicaheron.com. Step number one, now that we've accepted the truths, you need to block your time. Have you heard this before? Like you're pulling out a planner, Maybe you like paper and you like it cute. You're an Erin Condren user. Maybe you use uh, your phone and you're digital only. You can use a blank piece of paper. This is not complicated. It does not have to be fancy, okay? But if you just block your time, now that we've asked ourselves, what are our goals? What are the few things that matter in accomplishing that goal? And am I doing things with focused batch time so that I can be efficient? If you are trying to multitask at all times, I guarantee you're just draining your own energy battery and you're half-assing everything, right? You feel like you're kind of doing too much all the time and not enough all the time at the same time. And that is a problem. (laughs) So a lot of times people experience this, certainly in my line of work, if you have a flexible business, flexible doesn't mean 
it works whether you work it or not. Flexible means it can work when you work it and you pick when to work, but it isn't going to work unless you are really dedicated to it. And if you try to not schedule it, it'll kind of always be hanging on your mind. And if you're trying to do it while you have the kids, it's just going to feel really hard. And it is much better to be productive by focusing your time and saying, okay, this is my work time. This is my family time. And I'm not going to pull out my phone when I should be relaxing with my spouse and making them feel loved and happy. And I'm not going to be uh, distracted and driving while I'm trying to do a business call because that's not going to be very quality experience for that person. So you may choose the hours, but setting hours and blocking your time is really important. And making sure that you check something important off your list with a solid chunk of time when you are really at your best. Now, for most people, critical thinking and creativity is things you do first. The prefrontal cortex in your brain is at max power in the AM. So I like to get done things where I need to do a lot of thinking, where I need courage, where I need to just get stuff done right in the morning. And I block my nine to 10. Nine to 10 are not gonna be like open my email, wander about, figure out what to do later. It is gonna be, I've already set priorities and I'm into execution mode during that time. So block your time and really focus on it. There, if you don't believe me uh, on the inefficiency of switching tasks, there is so much research out there on this. And it is not good for your brain. It's frying your brain to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and have three windows open at once and checking your phone. You've got to break that habit. And don't say that, oh, I can't, I'm just distracted. Again, choose to say, I choose to be disorganized. I choose to be distracted. If you don't like admitting that, simply change your narrative and say, I choose to have discipline and focus with my one precious life. I remember reading this book in business school. It's called The Goal. It's actually about operations and efficiency in factories and production. Don't worry. Don't be bored. It's actually, there's romance in it too. It's a good story. And it talks about the fact that if you're trying to make a bunch of widgets, you got to make one big batch at once because if you tried to do a bunch of different small batches, you'd have all this switching cost of setting up the machinery. And that is the same thing with your brain. If you are just tapping in and out of a task or an app, or you just, your brain is just getting exhausted from all this switching and you're draining the battery, right? You need to think about yourself and that fact that concept shifting is draining your battery. And don't you just hate the idea of looking at your phone and seeing it battery that is not charged, okay, care more about charging your brain than you do your phone and stay focused with blocked time. You also need to, number two, schedule on schedule time. Okay, isn't that great? Okay, I mean, that's how type I am. I like lists so much that I want to write a list, do nothing, and then check I did nothing. But honestly, it is really important to have some unstructured free thinking time or you will feel like a prisoner to productivity. So actually allow yourself to work from home one day a week. I do it on Fridays so that I have more uh, free time, less interruptions, fewer meetings. And it's amazing what having more space and flexibility does for my brain. It adds so much more value when all of my time isn't scheduled or in meetings. And that's going to be true for you. Actually give yourself time for just brainstorming and creativity, not busy work. Give yourself time to think longer term and bigger picture, or you'll just always be consumed by detailed tasks. Number three, in the steps to time mastery, assess your time, track it, and review it. You're going to give yourself a little report card of how are you doing? And don't worry, you're not going to get an A. 
time. Nobody does. Because again, we're not going for perfection. We are going for progress. If you can just make a small improvement in your time effectiveness, you can make a big improvement in the outcome that your time is paying you and joy and money and connection and all those things. Okay. So I am a huge fan of time tracking. And I mean, just like on the most basic level. I do this fairly easily. Um, once a month, I take an hour and I look back over my calendar. And because I use Outlook and my day is pretty scheduled, I get a general idea. Again, I'm trying to be 80% right here. This is not a precise science. I'm like, roughly what projects have I focused on? How am I spending my time? What feels like a waste of my time? And going back to my goal, what is my highest value and use to accomplish the goals that I have for myself, that I share with my family, that I share with my business, that I share with my partners? And am I in accordance with that? Am I in in integrity to that? Do I feel good about it? The answer is always like, "Hmm, not really, not totally, but you know, 80% yes. These few things I need to adjust. And sometimes you just need time to figure it out. But asking yourself the question is really important to coming up with a better answer. There's no time nirvana, but you can make it more efficient. And you can also look for time traps. Where was time where you just were draining your battery like crazy? Okay, what activities were bringing you little or no happiness? And it was not really towards your goal. Like if it is towards your goal, I can say this. If you are someone who you can say, well, exercising wasn't bringing me happiness. And I would be like, well, too bad. You need to do that in order to reach your goal. But if you're saying, oh, I did this activity. It was a waste of my time. It's actually not that critical. Like someone else could do it and the goal would be reached. That's when you get ding, 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 ding. That one gets to go into the eliminate bucket. (laughs) So identify your time traps and decide, is this a pleasure, like a guilty pleasure? And that's fine. And I want to do it because I need to feed my soul and relax. Is it done in moderation, meaning I'm watching 30 minutes of TV, but not two hours, then do it. That's great. But just reassess. Do you like your results? And then are you willing to do different things to get different results? And if you're doing those things, then just strike the word guilty and simply see whatever other activities you're doing as pure pleasures. Okay. Number four, get real with your schedule. Okay. So I'm a working mom. I have, I work full time and I travel a lot, but I manage to do this. I cook dinner every night. I leave uh, work and I have a special date with each of my kids most days a week. I dote on my husband. Like I make him love notes and leave him in a sock drawer. I am doing triathlons. I speak Italian and um, I always look totally pulled together. Okay. Do you hate me? Because that was all a lie. So I was kidding because that is not real life. Yet let me just challenge you on something. Because when I started talking, if you thought I was kind of being serious, you were like, what? What? Oh my God, that's annoying. And maybe it feels a little annoying because you're like, well, I can't do that. I should be doing that. Oh no, I have this guilt of thinking that I'm supposed to be able to accomplish way more than you realistically can. I mean, let me tell you what I'm really doing. (laughs) I do not do that at all. I uh, get help with my children. I cook in batches. My children have a lot of frozen pizza or chili and they're fine and they're super healthy. And that I go to some of their activities, not all. I work from home sometimes, not always. I own a risotto stone in Italian, but I've never opened the box. And in general, I rarely blow dry my hair, except for when I'm going to see somebody in it, you know, Other than that, I'm looking pretty casual. So you just have to make sure that what you're 
thinking in time mastery is you are giving yourself gentle love and (laughs) realism and not trying to look like an Instagram feed because that is not the real world. And that will just make you feel bad about yourself, not efficient with your time. In fact, you'll be wasting time feeling like crap. Okay. Last tip number five for time mastery. Do not let other people hijack your time and priorities. Now, most people let others consume their time and they actually tell themselves this little lie, okay? They accept every calendar request, every conference call, and they have a very busy and completely unproductive life. And here's what I try to tell our home office team members, which is, you know, you're in charge of you and you should not feel at the mercy of, the victim of a schedule that's being put upon you by other people that just don't know what your priorities are and if this is effective for you or not. So if you are in a situation where other people are putting things on your calendar, and that's true for a lot of people that have full-time working jobs, sure, some of it's required. Like the legally required HR seminar, you can go, you have to go, even if you think it's a waste of time. But if it is a status meeting for Project A, B, and C, and you don't feel at the end of that meeting that you contributed something or that you would change the outcome or that you learned something essential and you feel like it wasn't good for the company, then do you go bravely to the organizer and say, listen, I really value being invited, but I'm having this thought that this wasn't the best use of my time. I totally care about your project, but I have these other priorities. Help me think through if you think this is right or if I should just send a delegate, if I should just read the notes afterwards, or if I should come every other week, just remember you're responsible for your own life. You're self-made. Even if other people manage quote unquote your time, you have a voice. And when you assert it, you will put yourself in a much better position. So the other thing you need to think about your time is Other people, it's not other people's job to think about your life and your schedule, especially with so many people working virtually on different time zones. I've made this mistake. I've actually called an employee at six o'clock California time. Okay. She was in New York at that time and it was nine o'clock her time. And she's apologizing to me for, you know, not calling me back sooner because she was putting her daughter to bed and then she had to call me back. She missed the call. And I was like, no, 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 I don't apologize to me. I need to apologize to you. But actually, wait, wait a minute. I don't think I knew that. So you need to apologize to yourself for apologizing to me because I want you to know you should be strong and confident, like not answer, not call back. And then when you do call back, you should say something like, hey, this is a bad time for me. Um, if it's urgent, I can talk after. But if not, can we chat in the morning? So don't just assume that other people reaching out to you need you in that moment. If you get a text, you feel like you have to answer it right away. That is letting other people dictate your priorities and schedules. Instead, say, if it's an emergency, call 911. If this is a business concern, I answer these questions from 9 to 11. Those are my working hours. Just assert it, put it out there, don't feel guilty, own it, and you will feel fantastic because it's your life and everything has been accomplished by people who are under that same construct of 24-7. So with that, I want you to take action. I want you to have that talk with yourself. What are your goals? What are the few things that matter? And then evaluate your time and ask yourself on a monthly basis, are you living in accordance with those goals? And are you really focused on high value activities or are you not really doing those and procrastinating? Get yourself into time blocks if you need tools Go ahead and check them out. And there are some freebie downloads at jessicaheron.com. 
If you feel like listening to this episode is going to help you do better with your time, then let me ask you for a tiny favor that won't take much of your time. (laughs) Go on and review Self-Made Podcast, subscribe and share. People will feel loved that you thought of them and that you want them to make the most of their life too. And remember, until next time, you are self-made.